Oh. Movement on the wire. It's a big fucking NBA trade, Jordan. <laughs> what? Big dog ball talk. Matt Acorn, Jordan Flegel. Uh, yeah. Uh, out of nowhere, I, I would say yes, yes. Uh, a massive blockbuster trade going. Well, no, down. Matt. He took he took he took Utah Jazz out of his Twitter uh, a couple days ago. Not out True. of not yeah. out of completely nowhere, but certainly but the destination. Shocking. Oh yes. I think oh yeah. Was pretty well out of uh, out, out of uh, no, nobody was expecting this. The Cavs were uh, like like real G's. Uh, you know, moving sides like lasagna. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they. Not like the Knicks, the noisy Knicks. Yeah. Uh, but that's New York, baby. The, nothing <laughs> quiet there. Uh, but the the full the full trade has gone down. It's official. Utah sending Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland for Lori Markinen. Uh oh boy, I'm gonna butcher his name. Ocher Agabaji. Uh Colin Close. Sexton, three unprotected first round picks, and then two pick swaps that I believe are both first round picks as well. Yeah. Uh, so essentially those five first round picks. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh it's it's a great haul, good players. I mean, Colin Sexton, twenty point per game scorer. Laurie Marketing, seven footer that can you know, play three through five. Uh, and then you know, uh, Ogbaji was their first round pick. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I believe coming out of Kansas, I could be wrong again. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But but lottery yeah, pick wanna, right at the end yeah, of the lottery there. So they can not only they get Walker Kessler in the Rudy Gobert trade, who was there for uh, the the Timberwolves first round pick. Yeah. Now they're getting another first round pick essentially. So really, when you break this down, they're getting five first round picks. Yep, yep, yep. Same same haul they got for for Gobert, right? It was five for Gobert as yep. well, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. That well, that was that was the question. Like, you know, was was Rudy Gobert really gonna <laughs> demand more picks than than Donovan Mitchell? That didn't really make sense. Um, you know, I know the price was steep for Gobert. You know, when when that news broke, but the question was who you know who was gonna. What other team was going to include fucking five first round picks uh, in, in a yeah. Donovan Mitchell trade? And we all we all thought it would be the Knicks eventually. Um, but I think I think the Knicks were they they like tip, in typical Knicks fashion thought they were in the driver's seat. Probably weren't willing mm-hmm. to give up as much as Cleveland. And then Cleveland just swoops in. And uh, you know that that's a pretty that's a pretty enticing package. I will say like. I, I, people talking about the young players that the Jazz got back as if they're they're incredible. I like Laurie Markkinen more than most people, but I don't think you know if you're talking about getting him back for for Donovan Mitchell. I don't think that's that much you know comparative value. And I don't really like Colin Sexton that much to be honest. I'm not a huge fan of his game. I I, I he's a great scoring guard. Boy. He's he he tries hard, uh, but uh, you know if you look at the analytics, he's one of the worst defensive players anyone's ever seen ever. Uh, you know mm-hmm. when he's on the court, he, he does not play. He he just hasn't learned how to play defense at any sort of uh, NBA level yet at all. And but, um, yeah, again, which is the weird part, because I swear to God, coming out of college, Alabama, Colin Sexton was well. A he tries. Guy. He tries. He he really. You see him out there. You've seen the clips. You know of his uh, moving his feet. Uh, you Slap know, get, the floor. Get, but uh, you know, it's kind of you'll turn into a little uh, Pat Bev out there eventually. Uh, you know, just running around. Um, but. You know, he, he's still young, but he's also coming off this injury. So I don't know. I, I mean, I, I like the picks. I do. And I think it's a good haul for Utah. But uh, I just, you know, I think people, you know, pump the brakes a little bit on the, the players they got back. Even even Abaji, like, I, I don't really know. To me, he's like a little bit of a tweener. Uh, doesn't, I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of, of what I've seen from him in terms of like star potential either. I think he'll be a good role yeah, player, yeah. but... 
you know, this is Donovan Mitchell we're talking about, the the, the best jazz player since since Malone and Stockton. Um, like this is, uh, you know, if and if the, Williams and and, and Carlos Boozer. Um, but you know, if if uh, you know, the Jazz wanted to go another way, if they, say they wanted to retool, like if you were just going player for player, uh, you could have gotten a way more talented player. Like clearly, Danny Ainge is all about the picks. Um, but you know, it. it that that's no guarantee, as I'm sure we're gonna get to. So I like it. I like it for Utah, but people going off about how oh, what an incredible haul. I'm kind of lukewarm on it, to be honest with you. It's it's a good. I, I I'll say this. It's a good haul for a team that can say that they're a hundred percent just trying to be bad. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they they have players that at least are justifiable. Uh, now that they can roll out there, they can have like a starting five that you know will probably win them a couple games. Like they'll still be better than like the OKCs and the Houstons uh, of the world uh, when, when they're yeah. playing in the Western Conference. But they're going to be shit. They are going to be a horrible team. They're going to be a bad team. They're going to get exposed a lot. They're going to be uh, inexperienced. But uh, the, I, I don't think that Utah is going to is gonna have a, a very nice season overall. A lot of a lot of L's incoming yeah. for them. Uh, but I, I, I don't, I'm not mad at what they're getting out of this, um, you know, because again, I, I I don't know. I I'm I'm a little bit more big. I'm, I'm bigger on Sexton than you are. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be like you know anything great. But like you know, just if you can try find transition him and almost you know a guy on his uh, a new teammate of his, Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty much uh, come off the bench and just go get buckets uh, with the second unit. Yeah. Uh, which is something he could definitely do. Marketing, it's he's just disappointing. So much potential, but I mean, you know, hey, he had but he had probably his best year uh, of his career. Uh, if I uh, if I could say that. Yeah. Uh, last year. I you still know, like Marketing. I think Marketing is still going to be. Still has a, a level to get to. He's only twenty five. Yeah. He's only 25. He's a seven footer that could shoot threes. He'll he'll be in the NBA as long. Bargnani, as he wants man. He's a Bargnani. Yeah, yeah. If only, if only. Uh, Bargnani was too mobile for for <laughs> uh, marketing. He 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 beat him uh, twenty one to seven if they won on one. But it's and then you know you you I, I think at the end of the day yeah and Ainge, Danny Ainge just wants the picks. He doesn't really yes. care about what he gets back because no. he'll just make the money work. Yeah. Uh, as long as the money adds up, he's like cool. Uh, as long as you're still sending all those picks over. Um. So I I mean from. From the Jazz side, like I think it's perfect. You know they're gonna be bad, probably bottom five in the league even at this point. Yeah. Um. And and the the crazy part for the Jazz is that they can still move. You know, like a guy like Jordan Clarkson, a guy like Bo, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, a guy like or Bojan Bogdanovich, pardon me, uh, or a guy like Mike Conley. Conley, They've yeah. still got tons of you know, know. veteran <laughs> trade assets that are really valuable. Uh, and they're having the fire sale, so I don't th- see why they would carry and they'll keep these guys around. No, the league's gonna really be turned upside down in a couple, uh, a couple more weeks, I think. Uh, you know, might might maybe maybe the uh, the season will start and some of these guys will still be on their teams, but. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see the Jazz, you know, eclipse now because I'm, I'm pretty sure they tied uh, OKC in future first round picks yes. already. Yes. And uh, I, I guarantee they eclipse that mark uh, and they're kind of the new stockpile team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, that, that's just exactly what I was thinking this morning. Yeah, Bogdanovich is, uh, is, is gone at some point. Same with Conley. Like, I don't know how much value Clarkson will fetch. Like, he, he might be harder to move because he, you know, uh, uh, only like a solid contender i think would uh actually go and get someone like clarkson or want to give up anything of value for him because even a pick because otherwise you know he he fills a very specific role that that not every team needs but uh bogdanovich and conley like 
any team trying to trying to get a little bit better wants a little bit of a veteran presence like those guys are really good and they can both still play um mm. you know and, and Bogdanovich we saw a few years ago with Indiana was their fucking leading scorer in the playoffs like he he can he can put the ball in the basket and like there's I think there's a lot of teams um that, that could use him two years ago and Mike Conley yeah like anyone who wants a fucking uh you know steady-handed point guard which many teams miss or are missing uh like if you know if the celtics hadn't made uh the the trade for brogdon um i think you know conley conley on the celtics uh he would have fixed a lot of their problems from last year so uh yeah there's there's more moves to come uh like you say it might go into the season might be trade deadline uh type of moves if, if they can't get it done this summer but yeah there's there's no reason for those guys to be on this team and and we'll see. I mean, you know, this is the the, the trajectory we saw coming. Windhorse saw this all coming, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Will Will Hardy got got hired, uh, just like just like when Danny Ainge hired um, Brad Stevens uh, at the beginning of the the Celtics rebuild when they got rid of their aging stars. Uh, and and now you know the two chips have fallen. Um, and yeah, I I think the story of this trade though, it, it like the, the, the Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks had this in the bag. I mean. Would you rather have Colin Sexton or R.J. Barrett? Yeah, well, that's the crazy thing. So I, I was going to get to that later on. But you know what? This is insane. So the official, the rumored trade that they were going to offer, the Knicks were going to offer, was for so it was going to be Donovan Mitchell for R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, Mitchell Robinson, three unprotected first-round picks. And the reason that apparently from Woj, per Woj, that yeah. this fell through uh, was because the the Jazz didn't want to touch the sixty million dollar extension that Mitchell Robinson had just signed, right? And yeah. I, that trade now there's a trade three first round picks plus R J Barrett and I think Obi Toppin and Mitchell Robinson are both uh you know probably better than you know I think they probably, I don't know if I'd put them over Colin Sexton but I think they're both better prospects than the other guys they were getting. Uh, I mean we'll see about yes. Baji. I mean he's a he's a true rookie, so we'll, we'll it's it's not like yes, he's hundred yes. percent. Yeah. But that's a that's a great haul and that's a really uh, you know good good potential, you know, building block for the future. Um, but yeah, it's I, I it's definitely the better offer, but it's pretty I, I get it for the money reasons, I suppose. But yeah, I definitely I, I think Nick the Knicks just swing and miss every single time. It's like I whenever I see they're in trade talks, I'm like, they're not gonna fucking get him. It doesn't matter unless it's like the most irrelevant player. Like, yeah, again, they get Jalen Brunson. It's like this is the most. It's like getting Julius Randle. It's like you have one good season, and now it's like okay, lock him up full. Like we're we're this guy's the future cornerstone. Blah blah blah. Yep. This is gonna be like people are calling R.J. Barrett, uh, Jalen Brunson, and Julius Randle the mid three. <laughs> and it's true, they are. Uh, they're, they're very just mid. They're not. They're, this team is gonna be oh, yes. so mediocre. But for but uh, eternity. I actually think the Knicks would have. I I actually think the Knicks would have been good. Um, really good. Like, okay, the the reporting too was that the Jazz didn't really want R.J. Barrett at the end of the day because they didn't want to have to pay him for whatever reason, which I think is stupid because they they signed and trade for Colin Sexton. Uh, and the the argument, mil. yeah, and the argument I was making, like you got to pay someone, uh, p- pick a young guy that is maybe gonna hit. Like that's how you feel about Sexton. I don't get why you wouldn't feel that way about R.J. Barrett. Like if the Knicks were gonna give him up, I think I, I said that from the beginning. I think that's a great young player to get back in exchange yeah, for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Like, I think R.J. Barrett can still be really good. Um, like, I think his ceiling's way higher than Sexton. Even if you just look at his body, like, it's so much harder for a guy like Sexton at 6'1", yeah. you know, a mini guard to, maybe, to make... Maybe R.J.'s too good. 
Well, yeah, like, well, exactly. Like, you know, I, I don't know what that fucking uh, reasoning was, but whatever. Like, if you didn't want R.J. Barrett, like, I just don't get if you're the Knicks, like, how you don't just throw everything. Like, t- t- tell the Jazz, take all of our picks. You're the Knicks. You suck. This is your yeah. only plan of action to get a star. And Donovan Mitchell actually wanted to play in New York. Like, I know, you know, Danny Ainge wasn't going to do Donovan Mitchell any fl- favors, but, like, you know, I, I, I legitimately, the Knicks, if they included all the draft capital they had, you know, they, they, they could have included more enticing picks because whose picks are you going to want down the road if you're Danny Ainge? Dolan picks or or Cavs picks? The Cavs just got Evan Mobley. They might be good for the next 10 years, regardless of how long Donovan Mitchell ends up staying there. Like, oh, it's insane. Like, it's like, insane. They, they, I don't think these picks the are going to be that good. Three all-stars. Well, exactly. I, I don't think these picks are going to be that good when, when they get transferred to, to Utah. Like, the, the, the Cavs are set up now to be good for, for a really long time when you've got a big, you know, franchise cornerstone like that, especially a guy who can basically anchor a defense no matter what's going on around you. Remember, like, the picks are, 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 uh, determined by how well you do in the regular season. I think the Cavs are going to be a great regular season team from here on out. So, I, yeah, I just, I don't get, like, uh, from from what I've heard, the Knicks thought, like, you know, no, no one else is in these talks. You know, we're, we're going to strong arm the Jazz, and, and eventually they're going to take our, our three picks, and it's going to be fine. And that that's just, that is just so stupid. Because, like, the, you, you have... You have no other play if you're the Jazz and or yeah. if you're the Knicks. Sorry, like the Knicks. If you're trying to be smart and like, oh, Donovan Mitchell's not actually worth it. We're not actually going to be that good with Donovan Mitchell. I'm like, you, 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 you guys are dumb. You got to make these baby steps. Like you got to stick. This was your plan to get someone like Brunson, get an okay team around. You know, like a, enough of a skeleton so that when you bring over Donovan Mitchell, you're okay. Maybe you're not good that first year, but then you know the Knicks are semi good and then you trick another star into coming and joining Donovan Mitchell like that yeah. like that's yeah. the plan just like the these steps of of uh you know getting the next level of star uh to 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 come in there and like i i just think that they forgot forgot who they are like they you the Knicks you you, you can't operate as like a you know normal fucking team cuz you haven't been for years and now you're you're withholding draft capital the 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 first time You've had a fucking shot at a legitimate star who wants to come play for you. I just, I, I can't believe it. it it's just, it, it makes no sense to me because the, if, if the Knicks wanted this trade to get done, if they wanted Donovan Mitchell, they would have him. I, I, I really believe that. I think they were just playing, they were, they were trying to fucking be tough. And Dolan, Dolan was probably like, no, no more than three. And uh, yeah, yeah, good for you. Good for you, James. Well, it's not like they draft well either. No. Like, uh, RJ Barrett's probably their only hit that I can think of I mean, in the look, last like five years. Well, look what they did with this Emmanuel draft. Emmanuel quickly is okay. Look what they did with this past draft. They they didn't no, draft anybody. Yeah. They just shifted shit around for picks. Just traded down. And yeah. so now traded what are you down, gonna do? What, what are you gonna yeah. do? They, yeah, in ten years for ten years from now, you'll 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 have another shot at another star. You idiots. Now if they God. had made if they had made their first round pick selection this year, then they could have thrown the, that player in, and then the, the Jazz would have probably done the trade. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. Three first round picks and whoever they took. Oh man. And actually, like I honestly think we'll we'll, we'll get back to the Cavs too because I think they need to be talked about a little bit. Um, more just in terms of, you know, what Donovan Mitchell does for them. But I, I actually think, despite, like, the height, and this might be a controversial take, I actually like the Mitchell-Brunson backcourt just as much as the Mitchell-Garland backcourt in, in Cleveland right now. That's just a fit it's... thing for me. And I, I just thought, even though, you know, I, I never liked... 
you're always going to have an issue when your shooting guard is Donovan Mitchell, who's 6'1". Not a huge issue. He's an all-star, but like the height thing is... doesn't look like he's that small. No, no. And he, he plays above it. And we'll get to his defense, too, because everyone's shitting on him as if he's this terrible defensive player. I know you and I have said... It, I think it was more about, you know, injuries and kind of effort and being fed up in Utah that led to him being this, you know, very, very abysmal in the playoffs oh, well, the last yeah, couple well, years. He He's yeah. an okay defense. He, like, he, I've seen him compete on defense. You and I both have. I, I don't think that's, you know, a, the past couple years in the playoffs have been a good indication of, well, of how good he is. But I, I just think the fit, I like the fit. I like the fit with him and Brunson yeah, a lot. Yeah. So anyway, I, I just can't believe the Knicks didn't get him. I can't believe it. Well, so here's the thing, and I, this is good, a good segue just to get into this. Let's talk about because again, the, the I mean, the really the big story of all of this is that the Cavs are legitimate like contenders in the East. Like, uh, you know, I, I think that if you and the East well, is also whole, holy shit is no, I know, yeah, holy like it's insanity. LeBron, you're lucky, buddy, that yeah. Toronto was uh, existing back then when there were like three good teams in the East. Now yeah. you got like ten teams yeah. that could legitimately make the playoff uh, yeah. and have decent runs. But um, you know, we're we're looking at this this Cavs team, and a, a lot of people, the big talk, as you just mentioned, you know, is that oh well, the the backcourt, no, like like it, you know, no one's gonna be able to play defense. Like I mean, obviously, we don't know if Karis LeVert's gonna start or if it's gonna be uh, Okoro at the three. Yeah. Um, but and I mean, Okoro obviously the better defender a little bit i guess but like a zero on offense but obviously he's not even going to touch the rock um but regardless i i've said it before when donovan mitchell came into the nba he was a good defender yes the reason that he doesn't defend and it's the same reason why a lot of these players don't defend is because they're in like defensive friendly systems team friendly systems where they don't really have to and the team doesn't want him to use all his energy on defense yeah if you look at this number like yeah donovan mitchell has gone up in productivity because he's not playing both sides of the ball that makes sense i get it i I, i'm all for two-way players like i'd rather have a two-way player yeah don't say that donovan mitchell doesn't have the capabilities to do it now that he's got evan mobley that can you know get some like buckets down low he's got darius garland next to him who could play make for him he can get like donovan mitchell's not gonna have to create his own shot either like you, this yeah. is going to be a much easier situation for Donovan Mitchell to play in uh, in Cleveland rather than his time in Utah. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I mean, his numbers might not explode either, but I think he's going to show a lot of people that he can play defense and that he can, you know, defend. Obviously, yeah, he's not the biggest player in the world, uh, you know, physically, um, but you know, he he's solid. He's got some big shoulders. He's going to be able to, you know, muscle guys around. Uh, and I I really do think that he's going to kind of be the the more the defensive anchor because uh, Darius Garland is not a good defender. That flat out is true. Yeah. Um. But legitimately, Jordan, I'm pretty well bought into this Cavs team. Like, I think that they are gonna be a, a team in the East. Mm. And you're giving me this weird scrunch face. You're you're not sold on the Cavs. Uh, okay, I really like the Cavs. I, I uh, there was a point last year, Jordan, where they were like the th- like third in the East. They were I one know, of the best no, teams they're... in the East at one point, and then injuries kind of derailed their season. They ended up going to the play-in, and obviously that doesn't end up working out. But yeah. Evan Mobley's just going to get better. Yeah, Jared Allen's going to stay good. Darius no. Garland is getting better. Donovan Mitchell's getting better. It's the, the team's looking good, man. No, I like it. I, I I think they're just missing one critical component, which is the most important player in the uh, in the NBA, really, uh, over the past ten years, which is the big wing, the like the big either scoring or like two way wing. They just don't have don't worry, any put, put of Chetty them. In. They oh six eight six actually. Nine, yeah, I forgot like about Chetty. LeBron, the the Turkish LeBron. Never mind. They're good. They've got Chetty. <laughs> I, I actually love Chetty. To to like unironically, I think he's great. But um, like, you know, Karis Levert. Uh, 
ideally he, he's your two like because he's not he's very mm-hmm. wiry yeah. you know either they're gonna have to play him at the three same with uh fucking uh a coral like a coral if, if if i could play a coral anywhere I'd, I'd play him at my my two uh and and have someone even bigger at the three because look at the east and the size through like the like the the wings in the east that are big like the good ones like i mean Who's going to defend Giannis on the Cavs? I know we're like we, you know we're we're looking forward de- kind of deeper into you know the, the the playoffs when the Cavs eventually get there. I know it'll be one of their front court guys, but I just want them to have more options. You you got to filter through guys uh, you know that can, mm-hmm. that can guard Giannis. Some some shorter guys. Some you know uh, kind of like the Celtics did. You know Grant Williams, Al Horford. You know you have a, got a lot of and sometimes Tatum and Brown. Like you have different kind of people to throw at him. Um, uh, who, who's going to defend Tatum? Uh, you know, speaking of Tatum, uh, like there, there's, there's really, really good big wings in the East that you're going to have to deal with. And I just, I just don't, I, I just wish that the Cavs had just one, just one of those guys, like a six, eight, six, nine guy uh, who could, you know, legitimately start games for you. Yeah. Uh, and whether he's a big part of the offense, I, I, that, that doesn't really matter. Cause, cause like you mentioned, they've got enough scoring They've got Garland. They, they've got a great backcourt and a great frontcourt. I just they're they're just missing that glue guy to play the three. I just don't think that uh, uh, Levert or or uh, uh, what am I Okoro are, are really going to cut it uh, as as that that small forward to kind of bring those two parts together. That's the only thing I'm kind of cold on and really want to see them address if they can. Maybe like I would even say like you know, depending on who's available, like I, I, I know Kevin Love was really valuable for them last year. And, you know, in, in, in a perfect world, I'd want to keep him off the bench too, but like even getting rid of him and, and bringing in someone like that, I just really think they need that. But outside of that, yeah, like it's, it's hard not to be ex- excited about this team. Like the front court already, we know what they can do. And it's not ideal having two six, one guards as, as your, your, your starting backcourt, but yeah, I, I think yeah. they complement complement each other well enough, and and yeah, I, I fully agree with you that that Donovan's going to play much better defense in this situation. Just just being more invigorated, you know, happy about being in a new place. But, you know, even that alone helps you just sort of your effort level on defense, and and he he certainly won't need to do as much of the creation and scoring. So yeah, I I, I really like this team. I'm just I'm not quite there. Like I, I can see, I can see their weaknesses clearly enough. Where I'm like, I, I don't think that they're gonna really challenge any of the top teams in the East. But I, I don't know. Like I, they, they should win a first round series, I think. But, mm, but like you're it saying, depends like on I'm, the matchup. Well, that's the thing. That yeah, the East, like the man, East is I good. don't know. And remember, we should, we, you know, they, they, they've, they've been down in the lottery. They got their cornerstone. That's great. You know, in, in Garland and Mobley, that's a hell of a fucking uh, uh, duo to move forward with, you know, even before this Donovan Mitchell trade. But they did just give up basically the next five years of their draft equity yeah. pretty much. So, you know. The, I, and they're happy I, I, with Mobley. Well, they no, and I get it. the future, man. And, and, and then you go Donovan Mitchell, Garland. I mean, any, I probably would have done the develop. same thing. For sure, yeah. for sure. But you know, Donovan Mitchell is going to be twenty six soon. Uh, that's a full fucking. Uh, how old is what's his face? Uh, anyway, the, uh, I'm I'm trying to find Evan Mobley. Twenty one. Yeah. So that it's a full like five year difference. Uh, you know, D- Donovan Mitchell has a hell of a lot of good basketball left in him. So I'm not I'm not too too worried. But like, you know, I I I, do, I really want to see them 
attempt to get that big wing and really fill out the roster and make mm-hmm. it as as uh, competent as they can because they did just give up uh, a hell of a lot for him. Um, I don't think it was too much, but they they got to finish the job here because you know you give up that much, you you think you want to give yourself a chance to be a contender. Um, and it, but but like you said, I mean the, the East, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to to yeah, yeah. really vault ahead of the the Boston's. Uh, the the Milwaukee even even someone like Philly like I think it's going to be tough but uh, as a Raptors fan I'm I'm pissed these uh, these, yeah, these yeah, Cavs are sure. going to be good man they're going to be yeah good. well the, yeah I think they're they're going to be they're going to be in that playoff mix for sure and they're going to be a tough team uh, regardless uh, Cleveland finally has something to cheer about outside LeBron for the first time in uh, like 25 years so that's pretty pretty exciting news yeah. um but. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a bloodbath there in the East once again. Uh, the dust's gonna settle, and we'll see who's uh, who's reigning on top of them. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 pretty bought into this Cavs team. I think that they are, they're gonna be built for the future. Uh, who knows? Maybe they do Kevin Love for Gordon Hayward, and you can get your your big uh, your your big wing out there. I love it. I love it. Ring chasing. Uh, That'd be beautiful. Charlotte. They, they they need some they need someone down there. I mean, Kevin Love's not exactly like the leader in the clubhouse, but I mean, you know. He can at least give us some funny moments, like when he was wanting to get traded from the Cavs. He was just walking on the court and stuff, throwing his hands up. I'd like to see him do that in Charlotte. Uh, like, but. like I would, I would never allow this to happen. But like, if I was, uh, I think it's still Kobe Altman that's the GM of uh, of the Cavs. Like OG Ananobi, like a player of that prototype. If you, if you, yeah, it, yeah, it would never happen. It'll never happen. But you know, if you could go out and get someone like that's like like that, that's who I'm envisioning. Like a really big three mm-hmm. that can shoot yeah. it. And then, they should ask for for uh, Boyan. Oh my God, yeah, Boy, Boyan would be good too. Like they 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 need that player, and I I hope they don't uh, you know fucking tell themselves that somehow they can survive without it. I think they're going to be good, but trust me, you need that player. Uh, teams yeah. without that player, you know, there, there's there's too many too many guys you got to deal with that are big, hard to defend, and they're just going to go <laughs> they're just going to go post up post up Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, and you know make your life hell. So um, yeah, uh, come on, Kobe. Keep it going. Keep it going. You're almost there. Let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk what you thought of this trade, what your reactions are. Where do you think the Cavs are going to rank? Do you think playoffs, play-in, title contenders, or are these guys just going to kind of bust and flame out and we're all going to be disappointed, uh, you know, six months from now? Uh, Let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you want, whatever social media you use, we got you. Uh, And, you know, it's it's going to be even more craziness coming down the pipeline uh, very soon. You know, we're, we're not sure uh when but soon we are going to be dropping and we're going to let you guys know on our uh, big dog ball talk twitter page so you know go follow us so we can let you guys know ahead of time uh but we are going to start doing our season previews yeah uh, every single team we're going to break them down and uh give you our takes and our predictions of how the season's going to go uh and who knows maybe we'll even do another two-hour season preview again uh like three hours last time that was uh three hours yeah let's go three that. let's go four we're gonna do a 24-hour stream we're gonna that, do a big dog ball talk twitch i'm into that or something i'm into yeah, that well but this never stopped uh but everyone thank you so much for listening to another episode of big dog ball talk i'm mad icorn with jordan flegel and as my good friend jordan always said matt I, I i think we should all have the uh the delusional confidence of james dolan yeah maybe I think I think, uh, I think, I think there's, it, there's some problems in the no. world because of that. Kind no, of no, no, you know no. You gotta you gotta just you know stick to your guns like James Dolan yeah. does. Don't don't uh, budge for anybody and things will work out for you. Okay. It all it all work out in the end. Just just believe that it's everyone else's problem and you're the only one not an issue. That's, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 It's, not me. it's you.